welcome to the Hopeful Radio Podcast, dedicated to your well-being. In this episode, host Ken Boyd talks with holistic health practitioner Eleanor Hayward, who believes personal development is a key part of overall mental wellness. Eleanor tells Ken that anxiety and depression are normal responses to a society that has gone off the rails. And she attributes both gratitude and connecting to nature to overcoming her own anxiety. Now, here's Ken. We're with Miracle Mindset mentor Eleanor Hayward on Hopeful Radio. Eleanor, thanks for joining us on the program today. Thank you so much for the warm welcome, Ken. Much appreciated. How are you today? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Awesome. Thank you. Want to talk about your work? Want to talk about your history a little bit? So let's start with your mom. Your mom was in medicine? Yes, my mother was a nurse in the the neonatal intensive care unit, and her mother was a nurse, and her father was a doctor. So yes, the medical medical field is in my blood. Good. And how did you get into your field? Was your mom a, a mentor to you, or was did that influence you in any way, or you went another direction? Of course, but yes, she was a very nurturing soul, and she was very supportive of my decision to go into massage therapy and was helpful in helping me pick a school and making sure that I was comfortable touching strangers before I made that commitment. And uh, my dad said, why don't you want to be a chiropractor? And I was like, yep, that doesn't appeal to me. So, <laughs> so you started <laughs> off they, as a massage therapist. Yes, that was my my first. And this year will be 20 years of professional practice as an RMT, but I did give up my license late in 2021. Right. And then what happened? But how did you get involved in what you're doing now? I started attending university at McMaster in Hamilton here in 2016 towards mental health care and emotional support is where I really wanted to go to to serve my clients. And then when the pandemic happened, everything went on hold and I decided to take the leap of faith um, full time towards the mental, emotional, spiritual support of my clients, um, transitioning my business privately with holistic Eleanor, but also with the Love Your Vibe Transformation with Elvira V. Hopper as a Miracle Mindset Mentor. Yeah, we chat with her. Yeah. She's awesome. She is just such a vivacious, inspirational leader, and I'm so grateful for her in my life. So what is it about Reiki? You talked about Reiki energy that opened your eyes to healing. What is what is it about Reiki? Reiki, I was very logical, analytical, and skeptical when I first heard about Reiki, but it was in a complementary modalities course in my massage therapy um, program. And I thought, well, if they're teaching it to me in school, there's got to be something to it. And when I first learned, I was open, but I didn't feel anything. Um, But it was a few months later when I was massaging a client of mine, she says, oh, you do Reiki. And I thought, oh, well, how do you know? (laughs) And she says, well, I've had it before. I know what it feels like. So it really took for me that third party validation for me to become more aware and to to apply myself on a deeper spiritual level um, into subtle energy. And I'm so glad I did. I became a Reiki master and I now teach Reiki level one to students and I organize a Reiki share um, for practice at the yoga studio that I work from. Oh, good for you. So let's talk about the pandemic. How have things changed since COVID? I mean, we know mental health is a big deal globally, right? That's one of the reasons for radio, to be honest, right? So talk about that with us. Yes. Mental health, I mean, there's 
you know, there's an opioid epidemic because people are in pain. There's a suicide epidemic and mental health is it is mental health week here in Canada. And I think it's something that we're starting to talk about more. There's less stigma, but there's not access. It's not really covered under under OHIP. I'm here in Ontario. I'm not sure. I don't think the other provinces do either. There is to a degree, to a degree. but it's certainly not as accessible as it really needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really takes community. But I mean, our, our culture is toxic. Um, I'm really a fan of Dr. Gabor Matei. And he's he's one and he he takes kind of a social psychology lens that that's what I've been studying. It's like we need to look at the sociology. What are these structures that we're working within that are making us sick? Because I think, frankly, anxiety and depression are are normal responses to a very abnormal society. And how do we shift? How do we shift our colonial culture, mm-hmm. which is very power over? And and I guess that's where my passion is blooming through the Love Your Vibe transformation um, because the pandemic, I was deemed inessential as a massage therapist and really thank God for technology. I used Zoom and, and Google Drive and was able to co-create a six-month group mentorship program um, with my partner, Jennifer Hawkins, it's using true. the teachings and tools that Elvira had shared in the VIP Mindset Reset online course. And it has blossomed into the Miracle Magnet movement. We have a, a team that's growing of people who have gone through the six-month program, see the value of the teachings and tools, practicing personal development in community, and they want to practice it themselves and facilitate it for others. And, I mean, I believe that pharmaceuticals have their place in, in biochemistry in our bodies, Therapy certainly has some demonstrated efficacy, but I believe personal development development is another angle towards mental wellness that um, just supplements the the need for people. And it sure is there now. I mean, COVID just brought it up. I mean, forced home and all that thing, isolation, living in your mind. Wow. Yes, and early, early on, because isolation was the word that was imposed upon us by that society, that system that I was referring to. But early on, somebody suggested through social media to consider it a period of solitude. And that flip of the script in my mind made a big difference because to me that indicated a degree of choice. It wasn't imposed upon me. And and that made all the difference. And yes, there was certainly periods of loneliness. I'm a single, single woman. Um, and being away from my family and my friends, that was that was difficult, because especially yeah. with massage, I'm used to touching people yes, all day, every day. Would be, yeah. right. <laughs> so to, to not have that was difficult. Um, I think I looked for emotional supplement through through movies, I think, mm-hmm. like a lot of people. And of it's but overall, I think I, I weathered the pandemic really well compared to and I like your perspective, changing your perspective on it, you know, mm-hmm. you know, the words, the Language we use is very powerful in our self-talk and our mindset. So really grateful for that suggestion that worked for me. Are you seeing different clients as opposed to before the pandemic now? Not only more, but a different clientele? Yes, different. Because as an RMT, um, I was really grateful. I had the the benefit of some, some job security in terms of people's extended insurance benefits. They were covered for RMT. So they came for soft tissue rehabilitation. And 
I, I really enjoyed that, but because I was moving my career more towards the mental, emotional, spiritual side of things, when I gave up my license, I did lose a large percentage of my clients because now my services are no longer no longer reimbursable. Um, but some people do have more of a slush fund, a health spending account under their insurance benefits. So I do have the occasional client who uses that. Um, but it's more now people who are looking for something different. They want massage, but they want something more and it's so fulfilling that I'm able to share different um, different concepts, different metaphors, different exercises and practices um, more freely to help them integrate the, the mental and emotional stress that leads to their physical discomfort. Yeah, and for you to leave what you knew, and you still can, of course, but you left that and started your own business during that time scary like jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. terrifying yes yes (laughs) i don't know there's a there's a meme that goes around facebook every once in a while and it's the universe kind of like flicking a person off a cliff but then there's also the universe catching you as you fall and uh i think of buzz lightyear and toy story as well it's you know falling with style (laughs) as you learn to grow wings and fly and it was very terrifying anxiety was you know a near and dear friend to me um but at the same time my gratitude practice strengthened because the more that i conscientiously cultivate gratitude in my heart it's in our pop culture here on hopeful radio a lot of people have a gratitude list that they'll cognitively go through and check off Um, but to actually shift that from a, a mental practice to an emotional practice to sit there and produce gratitude with your heart on an emotional level it shifts anxiety or it has for me and i've been so very grateful um to apply the teachings of the the love your vibe transformation and and have a community that's there to to support me when i'm frustrated with branding and marketing and all of these things that i didn't have to think about before um but there have been so many uh, professionals out there who provided support to me as i made that transition because i never really did think about marketing and branding before right that's the business end of it, right? Yes, exactly. Marketing and branding and all that stuff. Self-motivating. Michael J. Fox, I think about while you're speaking, Eleanor, uh, he talks about gratitude you know, consistently in interviews, and it just yeah. takes my breath away, you know, considering his given circumstances of his situation. Very inspirational. Talks, yes, yeah. absolutely. So, you know, you mentioned you know, uh, gratitude, which is huge. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to us about the power of empathy and curiosity. Power of empathy and curiosity. Empathy is just so powerful that I really, again, back to our culture that's very power over um, comparing empathy to sympathy. Sympathy is, uh, Brene Brown did a very excellent uh, video and there was actually an animation that was created to go along with it. I highly recommend people search for that on YouTube. But sympathy is like, I feel bad for you. Whereas empathy is, I feel bad with you. And it is a big difference. And um, Elvira's coach that she introduced me to, A.G. Marishita, he gave another example about compassion. Compassion is, I feel for you down there, but I don't need to get down in the trenches with you. Because I think a lot of people who are highly sensitive are empaths, that we have a lot of deep, dark emotions like shame, for example, and grief are ones that... Grief. Guilt, exactly, or ones that are so common, doubt, that we can get down in those trenches and really feel those energies. But as we're able to process and, and metabolize those deeper, darker emotions that are linked to our trauma, our intergenerational trauma, 
that we can heal and we can build more compassion for ourselves, similar as we cultivate um, gratitude so that I have empathy, but it's creating more of a clear sentience. I can sense where people are at, but I don't have to feel that with them, I, but I can connect to where they're at. Um, which is a gift that I believe our culture, our, our society, we're evolving with emotional intelligence because for so long, the the value system, the belief system of the patriarchy, that ba- emotions were weakness. Mm-hmm. And that's simply a fallacy and it hurts everybody um, because then we tend to dissociate from our emotions and, and we tend to internalize them and then they make us sick, those deeper, darker emotions, or we project them onto the ones that we love and we end up hurting other people. Mm-hmm. So empathy is, is certainly a, a gateway to um connecting with others but we need to have empathy for ourselves first and foremost on that path of transformation and curiosity is i think uh just such a vital mindset um because we tend to with our trauma we tend to develop ego and we are like we always want to be right but when you're always right you lose that sense of curiosity and curiosity is is i believe a superpower because we're we're evolving in this culture of of we were this external authority to just do what you're told don't question it and that created a society of complacency and and um where we we just want to to integrate and and not be noticed but to to really be curious and to to figure out how the world works that that's where we're going to find innovation and evolve as a society curiosity is fantastic kids are animals are we are as why right (laughs) we are curious and i think it's a chance a channel if you will to be curious is to be willing to stay open at the top and learn about yourself and other things does that make sense absolutely it's more about understanding than it is about knowing absolutely yeah um, talk to us about, uh, Eleanor, about some of your teachings. Ah, yes. So the teachings and tools is Miracle Mindset Mentor. Actually, we're having an event this week, complimentary in the Miracle Magnet Zone on Facebook. It's the teachings and tools, I think, are largely ubiquitous in the spiritual world. Um, but Elvira has a few really key signature tools that she channeled. Um, the Angels of Evolution was a very powerful one in the Four Circles of Personal Power is one that was really pivotal for me in terms of developing boundaries because again if the average person or there are you know people in the population who are highly sensitive they might identify as people pleasers um they want to keep people close to them because they're afraid of what who they might be when these people leave um the four circles of personal power is a very powerful tool to conceive of our boundaries in a different way and how can people who have demonstrated themselves that they don't have capacity for us, we don't feel safe, seen, celebrated, and supported around us, how can we create energetic distance from them so that we can evaluate our own behavior and how we're feeding into that relationship? And then when they do lash out, it doesn't hurt as much. And that is really very challenging because you start to feel very alone but at the same time, as you start to feel safe, seen, celebrated, and supported in your very own skin, because mm-hmm. that is the goal, and that's the journey of a, of a very powerful mindset and being able to heal, that then we start to attract a community who supports us 
And we attract more and more friends and colleagues who are able to really see us and hear us and support us and celebrate us through our highs and our lows. Um, and people who are more and more insecure and they, again, they project their deeper, darker emotions onto us because they haven't been able to process and integrate those themselves. It's, it was a transformative tool for me and it keeps evolving. And I'm so grateful that that's, and, and she was taught by her, her branding expert that you share your best tools for free. And that was one that was pivotal for me. Would that be like an introductory thing? If I, I know you're online, you could talk about how we can all find you online. So the introduction part, that would be that sort of thing. If I was to introduce myself and say, hey, I want to meet you or it's, by the way, are you in person and remote or is it? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I have two, I have two businesses. Um, My first way to, to reach me as a, as a personal professional, personal professional, um, it's through (laughs) holistichelenor.com. And I do in person sessions um, through be yoga and wellness studio in Burlington, Ontario, primarily, but I also do distance sessions, intuitive readings and distance healings through Zoom. And with the Love Your Vibe Transformation, um, as a Miracle Mindset Mentor, we do Zoom sessions um, internationally. Oh, fantastic. That's great. Um, you talk about connecting to nature. Why do you think it's a, nature such a healing thing for you or all of us? Oh, because we are nature. I think that was that colonial mindset that we've been conditioned with that we're separate from nature or that we're better than nature we have to conquer it we need to mine it for resources and it's it's like no this is this is our this is our mother this is our our brothers and our sisters and we need to honor that and yes you know we need to consume plants and and animals and um metals and like i understand but it's 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 about how we interact with our environment that needs to shift with with a sense of honor and gratitude rather than this entitlement that we just kind of use it and discard it. Mm-hmm. And that has really led to me, um, you know, stepping up as, as a community leader with Milton Green Environmental Association in the past. Um, and I stepped up with the Green Party provincially and federally to, to run for office in Milton, Ontario because we need to shift the way that we look at our environment and how do we interact with it on a, on a political policy level as well. Do you see people changing? Do you, do you feel there's a change in the air since COVID, like a positive energy, people coming together again, communicating, touching all that emotionally as well as physically, but you know that? I do. I think there's a bit of a pressure cooker in terms of like pressure coming down, um, particularly in Ontario, um, but across Ontario and across the world, that there is a, a more of a right wing um, pressure to to but, but be more independent and to take responsibility for yourself on one hand, but at the other side, but we're, we are collective connected species. We need each other. And I do feel that people are responding to this pressure and and reconnecting with their communities like and and social media and, and the internet has been such a fabulous tool we we're more connected than ever absolutely yet, yeah it's i do have hope i can see people who are are stepping up and reaching out um but connecting within and connecting with nature themselves so that they can then speak their truth in and become more aligned authentic fully self-expressed and to speak their truth um in a compassionate way so that we can evolve as a species because the the other path is very dark <laughs> and I don't, I'm not a toxic positive 
person I don't want to bypass because there is a lot of darkness and a lot of people are suffering. And yet I need to, I have with my personal development come to a deeper place of forgiveness and a deeper place of inner peace and, and trust that we will find a way. Fantastic. That's great. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much. And I hope so too, because it's all about connection. You know, it's all about this right here. Right. It is. And I, and I feel that indigenous people in Canada are, are, closer to the earth with their their value system and their governance system. And I really do believe that when Indigenous women have rights, that we will all have rights, because that's something that a lot of people are have been discussing through the pandemic is what are my rights and what are your rights? And it's like, well, your rights kind of end when it infringes on my rights. So they're so, the landlords. Exactly. And they deserve rights and they are, you know, they're, they're internationally caretakers for the the greater swath of biodiversity Planet. that in addition to the climate crisis we have a biodiversity crisis that are ongoing and i really believe in the truth and reconciliation process um, but it needs action and we have a, a coronation going on on saturday but i believe that the monarchy is something that we need to extricate ourselves from as a as a colonized country um because too much power lies with the governor general who has been reduced to a rubber stamp, a figurehead. And I believe people deserve better. The planet deserves better. All right. Shifting gears before you go today. One thing we do is we call it (laughs) sentence completion. So I'm going to start a sentence, Eleanor, and I'd just like you to finish the sentence. Don't think about it too much. Whatever comes to mind. Are you ready? I'm ready, Ken. Ready and one of the many things you learned with age is... Compassion. Compassion. Love it. Ever since you were a child, you were able to... Mm. See rainbows everywhere. (laughs) See rainbows everywhere. That's an old 60s song, isn't it? I don't know. It's fun. (laughs) And an event in your life which showed great strength was... Oh, running for political office. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, listen, Hopeful Radio, thanks for your time today. I want to just mention create conditions for healing and dynamic balance with nature and spiritual holistic, uh, say the word, holistically. That's it. Holistically, um, yeah. Yes, holistically. That's what you're all about. I want to thank you for your time. Miracle Mindset Mentor Eleanor Hayward, thanks for coming on Hopeful Radio today. So grateful, Ken, for your empowerment, embodiment, and evolution. Body, mind, and spirit. Thank you so much. Really grateful to Hopeful Radio. This has been another edition of the Hopeful Radio podcast. Be sure to visit the website at hopefulradio.com.